This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Welcome to Kind World from WBUR. A note that this episode depicts racism and violence that may be upsetting. Recently, Dave Enti opened an email with a picture of a tattoo he'll never forget. It was a portrait of Hitler. And now, I mean, it wasn't just a portrait of Hitler, like, okay, it's, it's his face on somebody's body. It was Hitler in a field with clouds and the sun and birds. That was nearly a guy's entire back. Over the past year, Dave Enti and Dave Cutlip have seen lots of tattoos like that. Everything from a Hello Kitty swastika to a Confederate flag with a noose. They don't like looking at them, but it's part of a project that's become central in their lives. Dave Cutlip is a tattoo artist in Brooklyn Park, Maryland, and the whole thing started when a man walked into his shop with a prison gang tattoo on his face. The man wanted to cover the tattoo with a new one. My wife turned around and looked at me, and she was like, you can help people. And I basically said to her, you want me to tattoo for free, don't you? She, she, she actually didn't say anything, but she gave me that look, and I know, I know that look. That night, Dave's wife, Elizabeth Cutlip, posted on Facebook that anyone with a gang-related or racist tattoo could come and have it covered for free. Messages started pouring in, hundreds by the next morning, from MS-13 to Latin kings, former skinheads, clan members. Some had gotten tattoos in prison for protection. They were writing to say they were ashamed of their past. So Dave recruited his friend, Dave Enti, to help him manage the undertaking. Yep, they're both named Dave. Dave Enti goes by Diver Dave because he teaches diving. Diver Dave followed up on the emails, which they started calling redemption requests, He did research to decide how genuine the remorse was in each case. To him, the work was personal. Being a Jewish person, I find, uh, I I derive great pleasure out of eradicating the world of swastikas one at a time. You know, a, a whole section of my family were killed in the Holocaust. And being able to be part of seeing people get over that kind of hatred, especially a hatred that is very much directed at me, it means a lot to me, and it's very, I think it's a very important work for us to be doing. Not everyone thinks this is a good idea. Some were angry that Dave would cover these symbols on people whose racist views might be more than skin deep. Diver Dave says all he can do is trust the vetting that he does. I have to believe that people are able to change. Because if, you are, if you're saying no one has the free will to be able to change their thought process, what kind of a world are we living in and what kind of a world will we have? Change isn't easy. Dave remembers a client who asked for a peace sign tattoo, and he told him a simple peace sign won't cover a swastika. Much like addressing racism, covering a tattoo is more complicated than getting the original. You need texture, lines, and dark shaded areas to make it work. It takes time, and it's painful. We could also just black them all out, put black squares, but that isn't helping with the rebirth and with the growth. Instead, Dave designs new tattoos for each client based on who they are becoming, turning gang signs into roses and birds. 
While Dave works on their skin, people open up and he hears their life stories. Stories like Lou's. Lou had a dark childhood, and early on, he says, he got into drugs of all kinds. Anything I could get my hands on. At that time, I was just trying to feel numb from the world. I didn't care if I died or anything. He had a lot of anger and self-hatred. He got into skinhead culture, and he says the people he met helped him get off drugs and made him feel accepted. They also channeled his anger toward people who weren't white. Lou gave himself his first white power tattoo when he was a teenager. But by the time he was 21, he was questioning the group's violence and racism. I met a couple people when I was by myself of, of different races and started, you know, they started being friendly with me. And you start to realize not everybody's bad. It, it doesn't matter what color they are. It's something I don't want to be a part of no more. So, he says, he left. He asked us not to use his last name because he's scared of retribution. I just fell off the face of the map. I kind of, you know, I stopped all social media. I had changed my numbers. I actually moved far away. But I still, for the rest of my life, will, will be a walking target. He says leaving the group was hard. The only group I had was my skinhead friends. So when I got out of that, I had nobody. Six years later, Lou walked into Dave's shop with nine tattoos on his body that he says he didn't believe in anymore. Um, I had a death head on one hand. I had angry a, tattoos, not just racist, but violent tattoos. On my arm, um, I had the stick figures on my leg. That was skinhead stick figure stopping on a black stick figure. I wouldn't have liked old Lou. Lou was nervous, but Dave didn't seem to judge him when they talked. Dave's covered about half of the tattoos so far and sees relief in Lou's eyes each time. He and Diver Dave genuinely believe Lou has changed, that they're getting to know someone who's finding himself. One time, Lou told them how hopeless he felt, that he didn't have friends. We both were like, we'll be your friends. I felt like I wasn't alone anymore. Every time I get a tattoo, it's basically putting my life back together, putting me back together. I, I just get happy over the stupid little things now, instead of getting angry over everything. I'm going to do it until I can't tattoo no more. Even though, after a year of redemption requests and 65 tattoo cover-ups, the job hasn't gotten easy. I see this stuff and I go, wow, the world is a darker place than I thought it was. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize how much hate was out there. Because I'm seeing it from, I mean, I've got a, at least one case from every state in the Union and Europe and Asia. I had someone call me from as far away as Nepal. It's hard to say that it hasn't changed me, because it has to have. But it makes me more determined to try to do my part to make the world a better place. One tattoo at a time. You can learn more about Kind World and subscribe to the podcast at wbur.org slash kindworld. And find us on Facebook and Twitter at WBUR Kind World. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Erica Lance.